Toronto Blue Jays and the New York Islanders hockey. Islanders starting to generate a little bit now as this is sent back in and Ryan Pullett will retrieve his play. Paquette, the leading hitter in this series, rammed into him and that one is cleared back out to center and right back on with it comes Hedman, a delayed offside. Back over with it comes Brassard. Tries to work his way in and cannot. Half boards, a collision. Three players there moving in as Matt Martin. It's fired back around by Brassard. Shaken back along, and Maroon guides it back out. Going to be hit there by Luke Shen on Derek Broussard along the wall just a few feet away down from me. A, a, a big body Shen is, and Broussard was able to absorb that hit. This is Clutterbuck trying to work the wing. Paschal moves for that, but instead it's Sergachev able to lay it back out. More collisions on the boards, and Sergachev was there. And we get a halt to play. Under eight minutes to go, first period of action. There has been one penalty. There are no goals. Well, I have to admit that this is beginning to seem unusual, the California fires that have brought a new spin on climate change. Normally, we can just do what most people would do in extra heat. And we would just govern ourselves accordingly and stay hydrated, stay cool in the shade. But now the air quality is so poor that it's been suggested not to even go outside. That's not just the young people, it's not just the senior populations. All people are advised to stay indoors unless you have to be outdoors. In some areas close to the foothills where they have the, the mountain ranges nearby their homes, they, some of them are reporting that they see Big flakes of ash, similar to snow, but flakes of ash just coming down in the air. Some of the other areas, we don't have big flakes of ash or ash covering everything yet, but we do have uh, particles, microscopic particles in the air. That makes it very unpleasant to the eyes and to breathing, to all the airways, the throat, ears, everything. So that out of habit, we want to open our windows or doors, but <coughs> it's better to keep it closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's better to keep it closed. It's uh, noticeable right away, almost. You notice it in your air path. And then in a matter of time, you're 
eyes are burning notice noticeably burning it's not the usual uh allergy season type of burn or <laughs> the regular fire season irritation this is above and beyond the call of duty it's just better to have the windows and doors closed if at all possible if the windows are the uh, type of windows that will keep cool air in let's see if the hockey teams are back on the ice ready to go enjoy for the Lightning, and Eddie, you had mentioned how active the defensemen are. They've gotten three of them. Yeah, you, you better know where they are, Doc, if you're the Islanders forwards uh, in your own zone. And they, I mean, they could be at the goal line, they could be out high, they could be over on the face-off dot there, and there's that opportunity. That was not an easy save there for Barlamov, as that puck went about 77 feet from right to left, and he was able to move over and make a good stop off ahead from the D-man involved in the offense. 77 feet. Led you to pick that number. Because the guy that shot it, Doc. Ah, <laughs> Here's to the messy ones. To all the mess makers and mess masters. At LG, we say bless this mess. This is another station break for the commercials, and uh, I'm still standing by for the hockey games. They are very fast, and something about hockey and basketball, they move fast, they keep your attention. Some of the other games that move real slow, they're They'll put you to sleep. <laughs> put you to sleep if you are not used to it. The baseball games are as exciting as they can be. When there's a home run or some excitement, but the in between time when they're moving slow, it's hard. <coughs> Excuse me. It's hard to. Watch them. Oh, well, we'll hopefully get some updates soon. Well, it looks like the guys are back on the ice right now. It's all on merit at this time of the year. They're down to eight referees and eight linesmen from 
20 and 20 at the outset of the tournament. They'll be at 5 and 5 by the end. Boy, Barkley Goudreau just lost the stick in the Islander bench, and then Pat Maroon was the guy fishing into the bench to try to get it, and he had his hands full. Actually almost dove into the Islander bench to grab it, and then him and, uh, I believe, Barzell were going at it. Watch this. Look at Maroon. He's trying to get it. He doesn't get it the first time. And now he's going to go back forward, and eventually... Him and Barzell, look at Barzell, now he's playing a game, he's not going to let him grab his stick. And then Maroon says, you know what, okay, I'm going to give you a shot because you gave me one as well. So a great pickup by our crew here in the bubble in Edmonton. And the game within the game. And Thomas Grice looked like his heart rate wasn't above 25 there. He's kind of hanging out. <laughs> Well, it's nothing to do with it. Well, I mean, if he could have waken him up there, Bruce, he might have just put his skate down on the stick and not let Maroon pick it up, right? I think that's what I would have <laughs> Put that hot dog down there, right, Bruce? <laughs> Don't give away the secrets. Come on. Backup goalie's always focused. Look at that. That's a, a steely steer right there. Hey, speaking of that, you have Curtis McElhenney at the other bench who has not done anything on the ice during games but has had quite a role to play in terms of wearing lots of rubber in practices and in being in the bubble all this time what 52 53 days just like Brian Boucher has and to a lesser extent Eddie Olchek has and all of the guys that are operating cameras and working in our trucks and all of the players and tomorrow there'll be another announcement of COVID test results. And the last check, it was over 30,000. And every last one of them perfect. As these four teams are from 24 and battling to get their name on an old trophy that goes back to 1893. Thrown back out to center. Hats off to all. And if I was still wearing a toupee as I once did, it would come off too. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's Kucherov sailing it back around for a toss right on goal, fought off, and then paddled away. And then it is Tate. As long as you're not Family hanging, secrets. As long as you're not hanging your hair up with your microphone, we're okay, Doc. Okay. Point on back and a shot by Shen is saved by Varlamov. Clutterbuck plowed from behind. All legal, all continues. Dug out there by Kucherov. Led on to the back now and floated wide of the cage. And then off the back of the cage, it's kicked around by Clutterbuck toward the front and sealed up by Varlamo. Lots of net front presence here by the Tampa Bay Lightning. And there you see referee Wes McCauley emphatically with the safe sign saying that that puck never crossed the goal line. And now he's going to head over to the penalty box here and take a look to make sure that this puck did not cross the goal line. But the shot by McDonough, look what ends up happening. Is that slingshot, it comes actually off the boards, off the skate of Varlamov, and then Point comes into the fray. And yeah, watch Clutterbuck here, kicks it to Varlamov, and then it's in a tough spot. Varlamov trying to hold up against the post as strong as he could, and he gets that left leg to come in from behind to seal that puck out. I don't see the puck there. But if the whistle blew and, and the intent was for the official to blow the whistle, then all of that is for naught. As the official could say, I was going to blow the whistle, and therefore we're not even going to take a look at it. No horn was sounded in the midst of play, as sometimes has happened. And that becomes a very thrilling play in the course of playoffs, too, when the horn is sounded in the middle of play, as has happened to the Lightning before, when they were awarded a goal that had been reviewed, play had continued, and then they just stopped it and said, hey, you guys got one. Meanwhile, this is directed back in, and on the bounce, it is held by Vasilevsky. fans hope you're enjoying the stanley cup we've got a new season of american ninja warrior you can catch new episodes every monday night right here on nbc now let's get back to the ice matt and akbar we thank you and uh, brian boucher's application is being sent in <laughs> finally we get some uh
Rough stuff after the whistle. Maroon with the hit on Broussard that he's able to duck by, the stick by Broussard. And then after the whistle, we got a little discussion between Komarov and Maroon. And Maroon is one of those guys during warm-up that was front and center. So let's keep an eye on that type of activity in this game. Well, after that, you get a handful of wire, and that comes from a puck that struck Komarov. Very early stages of all of this back in July. He's fired back around and can be carried off by Pollock. Given on to Nelson, slung back in deep, and it is Shattenkirk. This will have to be covered by Pellet. And then back to Shattenkirk yet again. In the midst of changes are the Lightning right now, and this one lobbed back on by Kalorn, gathered in by Sorelli, and again, it will be Pollock to play defensively. Picks up Mayfield on the defense, but then it is sent on to the back now. Shattenkirk with one that was slowed down. Another try, and that one wouldn't go, and bounced onto the back. Pitched back in on the back end, and this one chipped around behind. They hope to get a cycle going, but no luck there. But Bailey couldn't control. Then Kalorn sealed up by Pullock. Bailey able to crisply play it across. Mayfield able to jam one back out to center. So then it's Kalorn in the last minute 25 of this opening period. The shots are 10 to 4 in favor of the Lightning. This one flexed back all the way to Lightning defensive territory. And right back in comes Pollock for a drive. Slot off there by Barlamo. Oh, my, wide open up the wing. And this one can be carried back by the Islanders and winds up being a halt to play on an offside. Boy, lots going on on this last shift here. Anders Lee lost his helmet, actually got popped off his head by Kucherov, and then the Islanders went for a change, and here comes Andre Pawat with a high, hard shot there for Arlamov. Good positioning out on top of the blue paint, and uh, they haven't seen many clear-cut chances like this, but you see the Islanders in desperation mode. It hits up high. It looked like on the, you know, the right shoulder area. Saw one of those shots last night in that game four between Dallas and Vegas. With, uh, Radulov on Leonard hitting them high in the uh, right collarbone neck area. Pogosian able to trickle it behind. McDonough has some trouble there, but then recovers to Kucherov, and Kucherov drops back. McDonough deliberately then sees this one floated back on, away from point on the pass from Palat. Barzell dropped it back off, but errantly so for Everly, and so it is Braden Point able to connect back up now to Palat. Palat presented with a really good chance a moment ago. Kucherov made something out of that one, didn't he, with a wafting backhander that was wide. Started back ahead now for the carry back up. Brought back on now by Lee, tried to follow through, but could not, and so back up in the last dozen seconds, it is rolled back in. Good row there, shoulders with Pellet. Robbed on by Green, twisted on back by Gord, and a shot, and that one blocked and carried back up. Islanders doing a good job of shot blocking. One last shot by Martin, and that came after the whistle, and a crowd will gather because of that. The horn had sounded, the referee's whistle has been blown, and it's been blown a second time trying to keep the peace. Yeah, everybody got all excited when Matt Martin shot the puck after the horn had gone off. And that's what got everybody excited. Shattenkirk went right after him. And now you got Gordon Clutterbuck going at it. Uh, you can hear the audio here. Obviously, with no fans in the building, you can hear the audio talking about the horn and Martin saying he was in the act. And so that'll get everybody all excited. Well, we were expecting this at the start of the period. And there you see clearly Martin could have held up without question, in my opinion. And Shattenkirk standing up for his goaltender there, and then everybody kind of separates into individual fisticuffs, and both Clutterbuck and Gord gloves on, giving shots to one another. A good way to end the first period, Doc. And at the end of the last game, Maxine Nightingale was singing the theme from Slapshot. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the Lexus intermission report,
Catherine, Keith, and Patrick will deal with this hard-hitting first period and the announcement of the Marc Messier Leadership Award. Some chats, some tosses, but no goals in this opening period of play. We hope you liked it. What's up, Whit? Fizz, what are you even doing here at the skills competition? This is going to be embarrassing. Is it Paul Bissonette or Paul Mistonette? And I'll show you how it's done. Thank you. Time for hardest shot. Let's go. <laughs> and that is how you do it. What a day. Cheers, Fizz. Cheers, pal. No annual fee on any card. The time is coming for us to get out and go again. To visit all the places we didn't know meant so much. But we're all going at our own speed. At Enterprise, peace of mind starts with our complete clean pledge, curbside rentals, and low-touch transactions. With so many vehicles of so many kinds, you can count on us to help you get everywhere you want to go. Again, whenever you're ready... We're ready for you. Enterprise. Bridgestone Dueler tires are built to drive around the entire Earth three times. Now someone just needs to build the road. Now that's clutch performance. Bridgestone. Chirps are what we call it when we trash talk somebody. Like, hey, pasta, the only thing you got going on the ice is that cold brew. Pasta's feelings are hurt. Grab a cold brew and get hockey running again. Rides made us feel something once. They can do it again. Introducing the Turbocharge K5. Your house brought you together. Like, really together. And although together is great, together with more space is better. With Rocket Mortgage, you get personalized loan options, closing costs, and tax estimates all in real time. So when you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. of places in the U.S. Welcome to the Lexus Intermission Report. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Two nights ago, Semyon Varlamov made 34 saves, his most in a game this postseason, leading the Islanders to their first win of the series. He is back on his game today, 11 saves through the first 20 minutes of a scoreless hockey game. As we welcome you into the Lexus Intermission Report with Patrick Sharp and Keith Jones, I'm Catherine Tappan. The Tampa Bay Lightning got a huge boost coming into this game with the return of Braden Point. He missed game three, Sharpie. He comes back. He's having a career postseason. What have you seen through the first 20 minutes with he him? He looks like Braden Point to me. He's moving well. He's shifty. He handles the puck well. Playing on that great top line with Nikita Kucherov and Andre Palat. And I know he missed game three, but he's back at it. Skating through the neutral zone. Looks like he's got that lateral movement. The Islander players aren't going to do him any favors whatsoever, though. Nick Letty with a cross-check. Pajot finishes his check hard. That's how it's going to be for Braden Point. I like how he moves in the neutral zone again, drawing the penalty on defenseman Adam Pellet. Tampa Bay fails to do anything with that power play, but this is where he's going to succeed. Feed the point. Be moving around that offensive zone. Go to the difficult areas. I like when he's in the middle of the ice like this. 
All those cutbacks and puck movement, this is a top line for Tampa Bay that needs to get on the board. Yeah, and Pilat, we were talking, Sharpie, he had some jump in the period as well. He had a couple of good hits. He had a scoring chance right at the end of the period. So for the top line for the Tampa Bay Lightning, looks like they're starting to rev things up. Tampa Bay Lightning got a power play. Braden Point drew the penalty there from Pellick, but the Islanders killed it off. And when, at what point did you see the change in momentum happen after that for the Isles? It, it didn't take long afterwards. And the Islanders had a real difficult time in that first period getting anything going offensively. About the midway point, they started to generate some plays in the Tampa Bay Lightning zone. Usually it was on the forecheck. Pajot did a nice job there, beating Hedman to that loose puck and more uh, focus on just getting shots towards the net. It was Broussard with that one. Good effort here by Provillier doing a good job on the forecheck and another scoring chance that they just miss on. Yeah, that was probably their best chance of the period. Puck bounces over Beauvillier's stick. Scary moment here for Islanders fans. Matt Barzell feeds the point, takes that slap shot right off the chest. That's okay. He's a hockey player. He'd return. And I love this. Buzzer goes well before Matt Martin shoots it. He knows what he's doing. Trying to engage a little physical play here with the Lightning. You have to respond when a guy shoots a puck to your goaltender at the buzzer. We worry about the rough stuff in the warm-ups. It took till the end of the period to see it, but uh, I love seeing that stuff, especially this time of year. So we're scoreless here in the Eastern Conference Final for these fan bases keeping score. First NFL Sunday, the Jets are down 24-10. Sorry, Islanders fans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady will kick off at 4.30 Eastern. But coming up next, award season continues. We'll tell you who wins this year's Marc Messier Leadership Award handed out by the six-time Stanley Cup champ and Hall of Famer himself. We'll hear from Marc Messier after the break. The only thing that makes T-Mobile's new offer on iPhone better is the people you share it with. So right now, switch and get two new lines of unlimited for only $90 and get two iPhone 11s or two iPhone 11 Pros on us. All on T-Mobile's most powerful signal that goes farther than ever before. Hurry into T-Mobile now and get two iPhone 11s or two iPhone 11 Pros on us. Only at T-Mobile. I don't need a 9 to 5 job. I have that. I needed extra income. Rideshare allows me to do that. That's why I'm supporting Prop 22. Prop 22 protects my ability to be an independent contractor and provides critical benefits to all drivers. Vote yes on 22. My parents were immigrants from Hong Kong who saved up to buy a few rental units. They taught me if I worked hard, I could live the California dream. And that's what I did. But Prop 21 repeals legal protections for homeowners like me. Prop 21 puts hundreds of rent boards in charge of our housing, with bureaucrats able to add housing fees and control our property decisions. That's not the dream. It's a nightmare. No on 21. When migraine strikes, dissolve it with Nurtac. The only quick-dissolve treatment for migraine attacks that can get many people back to normal activities and last up to 48 hours with just one dose. Wonderful. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec. The most common side effect was nausea. Nurtec. One dose. Wonderful. My name is Monique Kapp. Corporations hire people like me to take advantage of loopholes so they can avoid taxes. Prop 15 makes wealthy, large corporations pay their fair share while small businesses get a tax break. Prop 15 would raise billions of dollars that our communities and schools need. I know what it means to be an accountant, and I know what it means to be a mom. We should be able to use that money for my children, for your children, for our children. I don't need a 9 to 5 job. I have that. I needed extra income. Rideshare allows me to do that. That's why I'm supporting Prop 22. Prop 22 protects my ability to be an independent contractor and provides critical benefits to all drivers. Vote yes on 22. The Challenge with Fred Rogan following Sunday Night Football on NBC. Welcome back. This afternoon, we continue our 2020 NHL Awards announcements by, present, by presenting the Marc Messier NHL Leadership Award. For more on what this award means and to present this year's winner, here is Hockey Hall of Famer Marc Messier. 
The Mark Messier Leadership Award not only focuses on what the players are doing and the great capabilities of leadership on the ice, but maybe more importantly, what they're doing and their leadership capabilities off the ice to inspire young boys and girls to fulfill their dreams and to help grow the game in their own communities. And this year's winner of the 2020 Mark Messier Leadership Award goes to the Calgary Flames' Mark Giordano. Let's take a look at Mark's incredible contributions to the game of hockey. Mark Messier, NHL Leadership Award. I got a good, good, a good feeling. Yeah. Mark Giordano. Giordano currently serves as captain of the Calgary Flames. The 36-year-old defenseman tallied 31 points this season, while once again leading his team to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Giordano has had a heck of a hockey game. Away from the rink, he continues to make an impact in his community through Team Giordano, an initiative to promote improved physical fitness and academics, as well as leadership development at high-need schools. Giordano also participates in other community endeavors, including the team's literacy program, the You Can Play Project, and is an ambassador for inclusion, access, and development of hockey through Calgary Flames Foundation programming. Giordano's extraordinary dedication and leadership on and off the ice is recognized as he receives the 2020 Mark Messier Leadership Award. Congratulations to Mark Giordano. The five remaining NHL awards, the Ted Lindsay Award, the Calder Memorial Trophy, James Norris Memorial Trophy, Vezina Trophy, and the Hart Trophy will all be presented in a special show during the Stanley Cup Final. Tune in details. More on that to come. Vegas for the win. Plan your trip now at visitlasvegas.com. doing commercials and something about the NHL, the MV, MV, MVP, most valuable player, more commercials right now for this type of bad weather and bad air means we have to step up our game and be more creative and find another way to get your power walk on or maybe indoors do a little bit of extra walking and stretching and moving around and of course you know how on the west coast you're going to always have no matter what, you're going to have to always have some type of a healthy plan, nutrition, and exercise to be able to keep up with the fast-paced lifestyle. There's more walking involved here than in some places back east where everything is not exactly at your fingertips but you don't have to be dependent on your car back there on the east coast and some places in the midwest we're here on, on the west coast people are more dependent on their cars because things are spread out and uh, it becomes a habit it's hard to get out of your car after you spend a whole week week traveling back and forth in your car on the freeway. Okay, looks like the hockey league is coming back up. Yeah, they're coming back. That was just a little teaser, and while they do more 
commercials. The guys must be on their break. Anyhow, yeah, the nutritional plan that works for one may not work for another. But it seems like the green juices that have all your fruits and vegetables mixed together, those seem to work as a detox to keep the body flushed out of the danger of too much toxic overload, the vitamin C in the fruit juices seems to help with that flushing the kidneys just as just as if it was flu season the orange juice and the other citrus juice will flush out that uh, toxic buildup the those of, of us who have to use maybe some type of a prescription medication from time to time. We have to be careful and stay away from grapefruit because grapefruits and grapefruit juice will not mix well with the prescription meds. They seem to close down the liver function and then right away you won't you'll be out of commission you won't you won't go anywhere you won't go do you won't do anything once that liver shuts down so other than grapefruit there's a wide variety of fruits that can be used to just flush away these toxins and of course we've never had an experience like this we're gradually reaching into that uh, climate danger zone. The climate has changed so much. The fires have gotten so much uh, intense in heat and longer lasting throughout the year. Alrighty, maybe the NFL is coming back. From all these commercial breaks. They're still shouting out all the different sponsors right now. But they're showing, uh, looks like the border could be the border between Toronto and New York. They're back, guys. Let's listen in. Shoots one, and that one ricocheted wide. 
Kucherov. Saw that pass escape. Turned along by point. I beg your pardon, Pollock, but then lost. Swung on by Pollock. Followed up by Andy Green. Taken on by Sergachev. Sergachev back across. Kucherov waiting. Drops it on back to Hedman. Sergachev again. Hedman got it to Kucherov, side of the net. It is Pollock looking toward point inside the four-man defensive box to the back to Hedman again. Hedman is shot, and that one turned aside. Right back ahead it comes again for Sergeyev. Dropped it through Hedman and back down. And the power play is over. And the only real shot was by Sergeyev from the flank, and if I'm a goaltender, the shot I want, at least dangerous. Here is Matt Marcel around behind, closed off effectively there by Shattenkirk. Lee and then Barzell. Onto the back, pulled away and dropped back along by Letty. Here's Barzell again, pivoting away from Sorelli. Barzell just drifts to the outside. A magician with the puck he is, drops it back over for Taves, flapped one wide, grabbed off by Lee. Lee got some help though. This is Everly angling it on back. It is Taves again. Then along to the outside, Barzell. Swings away from Sorelli. Beats up with him again, and that one tapped away by Tyler Johnson. Reaching in Barzell, scaled along by Lee, and it will go back down. Lee, uh, the Islanders tried to take a play out of the uh, Lightning playbook offensively by using a roulette wheel from one side of the ice to the other, but unfortunately for Lee and Lenny, they weren't on the same page. Bogosian there twisted it onto the back. It is Goodrow playing it along to Bogosian and then around for Big Pat Maroon, who is taken out of the play by Taves. Waltzes his way right back in again, and Taves on him again. Islanders able to outman, but can they get rid of the puck? No, Bogosian's pass was tipped, came on across, and a steal there. Able to walk it back in now is Barzell, but a good defensive play made on him. That time by McDonough. Fought off from Komarov, and then it's bounced on now. We're able to turn as big Ross Johnston. Johnston able to pull his way around behind, hit by Goodrow. Puck back up the boards, Islander possession. Dealt around behind again, and pulling his way in is Komarov. Komarov took the hit, but rolled off of it from Bogosian. Though the puck turned back along, but not out. Andy Green angled it across, arriving as Pullock drive, and that one is sealed up by Vasilevsky. Oh, what a redirect there from Derek Broussard off the shot from Ryan Pullock. And Vasilevsky's able to track this puck. The shot from the point, the redirect, maybe a combination there of Broussard and Bogosian, but a difficult stop. And here's Ryan McDonough defending Matt Barzell. That was a minute and 40 second shift for Matt Barzell. So not a lot left in the tank for the Islander forward, but a good job by McDonough to cancel him out and not allow him to create any offense. Yeah, most uh, shift lengths in playoff hockey are somewhere in that you know, 30 to 40 second range max. Uh, an extended shift here. See if it affects Barzell here for the next shift or two for him. taking that one puck right in the middle of the chest in the first period. And that was just a wind knocked out, apparently, because he sure had that long shift last time. It is Taves, but trouble. Fanned on it, and so it is Blake Coleman there. Able to punch one around it, but oh, and denied there by Barlamov. Was scored. And back down. Icing called. Well, Taves with the turnover in his own zone, and that led to that opportunity for Tampa Bay. He seemed to be under control. Taves, no, really no pressure on him. A look, and eventually Tampa Bay Lightning able to watch. Yeah, it was a little sooner than that, but Taves had it on his stick, and he fanned on the puck, and eventually led to that opportunity. So if you're the Islanders, you want to make sure if you have a chance to exit, exit cleanly. Burrage shot off the faceoff is answered by Barlamov again, and the shot total continues to climb for the Lightning, up to 14 now. Fed back across by Sergachev, taken on by Chernak. Chernak met up there with Brock Nelson, the hero of game number three. Fed on to the point now, and escaping is Kucherov, and his shot would not go, and it winds up being tipped out of play. Faceoff win by Braden Point, and 
you can have set plays, but in hockey, it comes down to a lot of ad-libbing and taking what is given and letting your players with the puck uh, dictate. But when you can set face-off plays and you win them, it creates offense, and everybody kind of knows what the other guys are going to do if you win the face-off or if you lose it. And good execution there with Point and Kucherov and Varlamov. Had to fight that one off with a good glove save. Here is Pajot off the face-off, taken on now by Pullock. And Ryan Pullock able to nudge it ahead off of Flutterbuck and back in. Twisted back along by Vasilevsky. Not a lot of work for him. But here's Flutterbuck. Cannot come up with it. Hedman can. Off of Martin. And back down. And it's Pullock there, turning away from Tyler Johnson. Field off and sent by Kalorn onto the back. Hedman a shot. That stop made by Varlamov. Strong play in the cage again for Varlamov in this game. Bouncer came on back, and it is sent back by Hedman, but played back out again, and it bounces on near Luke Shen. Islanders got to start playing 200 feet away from their goaltender. They only have six shots on goal. We're approaching the halfway point of this game. Playing with fire if you allow the lightning to continue to dictate the terms of your defensive zone. Another icing. Toyota takes you inside the glass, and here behind the wheel is Brian Boucher. Thanks a lot, Doc. Edgel mentioned about the, the Islanders defending a little bit less. Well, they've been fortunate to have Semyon Varlamov so far in this game, and after getting pulled or coming in in relief in game one where he gave up five goals, I think Varlamov has really settled in this series, and he's had a good start to this hockey game, a couple of quality saves in that first period, and that's a positive sign for this New York Islander hockey club. He peers out at this face-off that involved Point, but Point is asked to leave. Derek Brassard off that face-off, and this one is poked back out again and can be fed back over by Johnston. Brought on by Brassard, got it to Johnston, and a shot that went wide and cracked off the glass. Jam back in deep, Broussard, able to pull away, puck knife going back to the point, and hell, there'll be a penalty coming up, and it'll be against the Lightning. Delayed call on, Broussard able to bounce one across now that's walked on by Letty. Here's Letty dealing it on back, faking the shot, and then still having to gain control, and then working to the outside is Barzell. All of this work on the delayed call, Barzell slung one, that is held and worked back on by Broussard to Barzell again. Barzell with that angle shot that ricocheted off of Vasilevsky up high. May have caught him off the helmet. And play is stopped. A power play coming up for the first time for the Islanders in this scoreless contest. celebrate hockey's return there's a bud light there when you're able to get out there do it in an suv you can rely on with an available 360 degree surround view monitor and the number one compact suv in initial quality by jd power better in Hyundai Tucson. This is my chance to be the first at something memorable, and I want it more than anyone. What we're doing here has consequences for the entire world. You're a great pilot, John, but it's almost like you're afraid of the competition. Oh. Al Shepard doesn't deserve this. People may not like me, but they want to be me. You're winning. Stay on top of all.
all the latest breaking news and every jaw-dropping save for Mr. Boucher with NHL Tonight's extended coverage of the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs only on NHL Network, sir. Islanders with their first power play, Ryan McDonough with the hold there on Derek Brassard, and as the goaltender was pulled for the New York Islanders, a late opportunity for Barzell, and Doc, you called it right off the noggin of Andre Vasilevsky and out of play, and the Islanders get to go to work out. Ball start on the faceoff. It was a good idea by Barzell there, knowing that most goaltenders, uh, when the puck is down in that area, they're going to go down on their knees and seal up that near post, and he tried to bank it in, and good opportunity. Letty got it across, moving on as Barzell, away from Coleman, Barzell fed one that hopped off the stick of Anders Lee, and is clear. Good play there, almost an opportunity, Lee just mishandled that hard pass from below the goal line. Islanders 1 for 11 in the series, and that one was in the very first game. Everly connected on, Letty directed it across, Barzell lost the duel momentarily with Hedman, but the sparring still continues. Hedman pumped it along, and it's cleared yet again. Now this unit has had a difficult time setting up in the last couple of games. It's been entries, but it's also been puck retrievals, and we talked about trying to get it in the pull-up's hands on the power, but they've never, never really had an opportunity yet in the last couple of games to do so. Brought back ahead by Kalorn and rolled back in after Everly had wiped out. Meanwhile, turning with it is now Kalorn shorthanded. He's got a man around in front, Sorelli, and he'll just go for a skate with it and wisely play a little four corners. Shen giving it across and back out again. Three quarters of a minute to go, and here's Kalorn bringing it in. Kalorn a shot, getting a piece of it. That time was Barlala. Meanwhile, Islanders in the midst of a change. Bovillier sees this go on across, and it can be followed up now and walked on by Letty. Steamed back in. Vasilevsky saw it hit off his stick. Meanwhile, pumped back along, and now Brock Nelson to hand it back. Broussard turned it further, but it is lobbed back out again and out of harm's way. 15 to go in an uneventful power play. Not a shot yet. 10 seconds as Taves rushes it ahead and gives it on to Nelson. Close quarters and across. Mobilier has to double back. And that's it. Well, a, a frustrating power play for the New York Islanders. Not much going on. Everly loses his footing right here, which eventually leads to an opportunity for Alex Kalorn the other way, and a good job by Kalorn on the penalty kill to kill some time and get that that chance shorthanded. And there's that play, Barzell to Lee, who had. A little bit of separation on Barkley Goudreau, and fortunately for him, the, uh, the puck went on edge, but uh, real good shift there for Kalorn and Sorelli, and the worst feeling when you're carrying a puck up the ice and you lose an edge like uh, Everly did as Martin looks to take a piece of point, and he got him. Pashel with a shot, turned aside by Vasilevsky. seems okay. Meanwhile, this comes on back. Shattenkirk pursued there by Clutterbuck. Shattenkirk plowed into him. Clutterbuck rolled off a bat. Continues to work. Kyle Clutterbuck around behind. Nudged it back onto Brassard. Brassard shook it on back to the point. Mayfield able to work it along. This is Johnston. Big winger able to roll it along the boards behind. Shattenkirk able to finesse away from Brassard and shake it back off, but it's kept alive by Pellet. And around now for the pull, and Johnston is shot that wouldn't go. Great opportunity there. And around now it is Komarov. Onto the back, it is held. Mayfield a shot, and that one ricocheted wide. I think they went off the point. Worked back onto Broussard, then taken by Komarov. Laid on back to the point again. Mayfield holding. Mayfield just rattled it back around again as the Islanders continue to probe. Here's Komarov, but taken on by Kucherov. Oh, that one slipped on back. Here's Mayfield, a shot. Right around, oh, and a through-the-legs pass by Barzell. Then on back for a shot, getting a piece of that Vasilevsky. And it hopped up and play. My goodness. Midway, second period. No score.
Time to drive wherever you go. The first ever CRV hybrid, all-wheel drive standard. Best-selling CUV over the last decade now comes as a hybrid. Honda, official vehicle of the NHL. Johnston to Pellick off the back part of the net. A couple of good shifts for the Islanders. Here's Barzell, defended by Johnson. Barzell pushed one along that bounces free, and then uh, unable to pick it up was Lee, but Barzell has it again, working his way to the outside. Barzell handed it right at the line, kept alive by Andy Green, and swirled around the boards. The two-a-side battle. Waiting is Everly. Will it come to him or to Johnson? Everly moves in and poked it along right back into the pile again, though. Nine and a quarter to go in this scoreless second. After it as Barzell tumbles down to the ice, forced it along. The battle continues at center. Help back across now for Bogosian to play ahead. And back down. Hustling in is Sorelli. Challenged there by Andy Green. Taken along by Ford and then... It is played back along further and can be forced on for the carry back up by Bailey and offside. Boy, Anthony Sorelli got away with a penalty. The stick right out of the hands of Andy Green as they were exiting out of the zone and the Islander bench went. I won't say they went ballistic, but certainly uh, wanted a penalty. And uh, palms up, I guess, is probably the best way to say it on that bench. And, Referee said play on, and Sorelli did a heck of a job, too, in on that forecheck. He did great puck protection. Green took it from him, and saw everything that happened after that. Well, well yeah, it was good hustle there. Meanwhile, the puck turned on back and can be ragged through a lot of traffic and brought back on, and it's a score! This is really the first bad handle by Andre Vasilevsky in this series. The Islanders seem to be wanting to dump pucks on the Lightning goaltender. Here he's not able to make a decision. Beauvillier in to take time and space away. And then eventually the turnover. And the Islanders are able to get this puck to the net as Nelson just rips this over the glove. What a shot. Obviously, the puck ended up in the back of the net there, Bush. But maybe the lack of decision of freezing the puck, realizing that Beauvillier was coming right out of there. I think when you look at it now, he still had his stick in the position he has when he's in his crouch. He didn't get it to a playing position, and I just think he didn't. He wasn't able to put it in the corner quick enough, and Beauvillier was able to handcuff him and intercept that play. But that, that's the first time in this series Vasilevsky's made a bad decision with the puck. I've credited him on several good handles like that right there throughout the series but unfortunately a mistake from here 
chatting at center ice before the face-off after the goal and Coleman with the puck in the back of the net and both players wanted to find each other they did but the officials would not let them dance simple play here by the Islanders foot 